Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, August the 10th, and my playing partner, Andrew Hansen, and myself, I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. We are here to discuss this week's PGA event, the Wyndham Championship at Sedgefield Country Club in beautiful Greensboro, North Carolina, a place I lived for a couple of years when I was a kid. So how about that? Love Greensboro. That's uh, Tobacco Road, great basketball area. And they're going to be hosting this Wyndham Championship that had moved back there in 2008. So, Andrew, we have some good knowledge here to look back at who's done well on this course. We know who's in the running to make that top 125 for FedEx. So we got some good edge uh, this week. I'm excited to discuss it with you. Yeah, it's fun to cover this event. Uh, uh, I Like you, I spent some time there, not quite as much as you. I lived there for a summer in Asheboro. So uh, know all about the area, very friendly people. Like you yes. said, huge basketball country and all those golf courses down there. Uh, great yeah. spot. And uh, this is one of those events where they keep going back. It's it's an annual trip and trek. And so we get some guys with some course history here. And uh, like you said, big week here, last week of the regular season. Uh, so there's a lot on the line. No question about it. And I, uh, before we get rolling, quick thank you. I was on the road myself last week, so I appreciate you jumping in and, and doing the solo pod. Uh, and, you know, it was weird. I think it was the first week that I did not watch a single game golf stroke and i i probably since we started coach talk it's been that long so did not have any i don't have any recency bias to last week let's put it that way but uh definitely a different field here there's some strong players there are a few omissions that surprised me of guys that have played well here but we'll go over that as we go through it but uh just real quickly here if uh if you want to join us again i always mentioned this uh, when we do this this PGA weekly podcast. It's a great time to join. Actually, tomorrow, if you're watching this on Tuesday, uh, we usually post it on Wednesday. Andrew is in the middle of one of the most fun activities in life, packing up a house and moving. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy, I'd rather fun. have the flu than do that, I'm telling <laughs> you. But uh, good luck with that, my man. So we're doing it a day early. But if you want to join Coach Talk, Wednesday's a great day to do it. If you're a PGA guy or gal, because you get uh, you can get the three day pass for ten dollars. That's the way Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday night we'll have our uh, full lineup for FanDuel and Yahoo, and then a coach's clipboard for DraftKings, and then we do another one on Friday night. So you'll get both with that three day membership. We always do the weekend only uh, also on Friday night. So we'd love to have you do that as well. All right. Let's dive in. We got to. We're going to keep it moving here, so we get you back to work before uh, the wife starts hollering at you. You know, you gotta. You got. If we hear a, a whip snap, we'll know that it's time for Andrew to get going. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, no doubt. Um, <laughs> I may not even feel it. I'm so weary from loading all these boxes. But uh, yeah, let's talk about some of the guys who've done well here recently. We're obviously looking for winners if we can get them. So looking at. Uh, the, the recent winners here and guys who've come close with Jim Herman with a surprise win last year. Yeah. Played awesome on the weekend. And uh, he has, he's really making a push here four straight top thirties until last week where 
uh, coach while you were traveling. He had a great first couple rounds right near the top of the leaderboard and then faltered over the weekend, finished 46th. But he's only 6,900 on DraftKings. Um, and he's, you know, pushing hard here towards the playoffs. Uh, JT Poston won it two years ago, 7,800. Yeah. He did finish second in the Barbasol uh, about a month ago. Um, maybe a little pricey for me. Uh, there's some other value plays I like here a little bit more, including how about the guy who won it the year before, Snedeker. Remember, he has shot a 59 on this course. Yeah. Uh, he's won it twice. And he's 7,900. He's been playing solid golf lately, tied for 11th at the 3M. Yeah. Uh, Snedeker firmly in play for me at 7,900 on DraftKings. Yeah, I know you like those old guys. Definitely. Got to get one per week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Webb, you know, Webb Simpson, we got to mention him. He finished second oh, sure. a couple years ago. He just really thrives in this event. Everybody who follows golf closely knows it. And it's one of those popular picks for one and done competitions. And he's a guy who, you know, coach, we haven't been on too much lately because he hasn't been, you know, in the winner's circle or really competing. But right. he did on Sunday when you were getting going with our uh, NBA Summer League coverage with our first podcast, he did finish with a final round 64. So I do like how he's trending coming in. You know, he is going to be popular. What are your thoughts about possibly paying up for Webb this week? 100% cash, GPP, and okay. everything in between. I All mean, right. I, I mean, he's – I don't see how you fade him. He, he was T6 last year, T2 the year before, T3 the year before that, and T3 the year before that. So yep. you got four years in a row in the tied in the top six or better. A uh, guy that's coming in with a little lesser field than, than sometimes is in this event. Uh, if he doesn't have a top five finish, I'm going to be very surprised. Mm -hmm. it, it's a uh, it's a short course. It's 7,131 yards par yeah. 70, and this is the event and the course that we always talk about when it's a longer course and we don't like Webb. We say. You know, this doesn't fit him like a course like Sedgefield does right. at the winning championship. I mean, he's just he's not long, but he's he can really get dialed in with those irons. And you know, he just feels comfortable at this course and he repeatedly gets it done. So I, I'm with you. I'm 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 willing to invest in him. Yeah, I think he's one of those chalks that you know sometimes it just adds up where you have to eat the chalk. And I think you're you're you know going to be chasing if if you don't go with him. But you did mention uh, you know the Sedgefield Country Club. It's interesting because the par 70, 71, 17, It's it's uh, but you can score. I mean, look yeah. at all the if you look at the past scores: 59, 60, 61, 62. Very common there. But again, 62 is only eight under for on a par seventy course. So that's commonplace for these guys. So they'll be scorching it up. And uh, did a, a good eyeball on the weather, and it looks fantastic. I mean, it looks like enough clouds, you know, but uh, maybe a shower somewhere, but nothing that will delay play. I mean, it should just play pristine. There's not going to be wind above eight miles an hour the whole time. I mean, I think you're going to see scores that are eye-opening. Yeah, the, the record low here, 22 under for the event. Uh, so like you said, there's going to be lots of, mid sixties put up maybe even some low sixties. Yeah. Um, some other guys here who've done well, CT pan was also top five uh, 
back in 18. And of course, he's coming off that bronze medal at the Olympics. Right. He, he's 7,400. Another guy who's not long, but he can really be accurate off the tee and be consistent. And then if he rolls in some putts, then then look out. So I like him as a value play coming you in. You know, he, he got pardoned from military for getting a medal in the Olympics. Did you know that? Did he? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, if they have a rule, if you fi- get a medal, finish in the top three in the Olympics, you you don't have to do your two years of military service. Talk about uh, s- sweating over a putt, <laughs> but he got it done. So there you go. Yeah, I wasn't sure if, if he was in that group or if that was only Siwoo Kim and um, who was the other one from? It was uh, uh, Hideki. No, no. No, not Hideki. Uh, I thought Hideki was in that group. I think it was. uh, Well, it'll come to mind. But um, speaking of Siwoo Kim, he won here in 2016. I know. that's. I gave my my other pick away here. (laughs) (laughs) So he's got some good course history. Luke Donald's interesting. He finished second that year. He's only 6,300. Another old guy potentially coach here, quote unquote, uh, senior tour guy for sure. Golfing terms. He uh, <laughs> recently he did have a top twenty, then he missed the cut at the Barracuda. But sixty three hundred, you know, again, I'll I, I say it a lot. You know, guys who are sixty three hundred who finished second on a course in the last five years, and you know, Luke is different than some of these other veterans because he's been playing a lot. So it's not like a even a Steve Stricker who may play once a month on the PGA tour, although he yeah. plays a lot on the champions tour. But anyway, Luke Donald is a potential value play. Vijegas, uh won it in 14. He, you know, he's made five, uh, five straight cuts, 6,600, another potential value play. Uh, how about 13? Here's one of the surprise absences that you're probably talking about. We had Patrick Reed win it and Spieth came in second, but Spieth isn't playing this week. Right. Patrick Reed coach priced just under Webb, at 10-2, but he's yeah. had six straight events where he's been outside the top 20. He just hasn't yeah. been uh, crushing it the way we, you would want him to. Uh, right. is, is he a fade for you this week? Yeah, he's a fade for me. I I didn't like, uh, you know, he was the late ad in the Olympics too and just, right. you know, just played average and yep. just uh, just doesn't have to see – it doesn't seem to have his game all together for that price. Uh, one more I'll mention, uh, Ryan Moore in 09, 7,500. Yeah. Remember, he was tied for second at the John Deere recently, but he's missed two right. cuts since then. So he's one of those wild cards of, you know, did he just take it easy after that T2 and kind of lose his focus or what the story is? So uh, not not sure on him, but, um, you know, kind of a mix there and, one of the themes I think is you you've got a lot of guys in there who are not top 20 guys, world rankings. They're not the big hitters who win every week. They take advantage of the shorter course. So this is an event where you don't have to, you know, really try to get big names. You can get guys who are cheaper, who just have the course history. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I was, I was looking for Billy Horschel who's done well here. Victor Hovland and, uh, you know, and even Henrik Stenson, those, those are some guys that have torn this course up. They're not playing. So I thought that was a little surprising, but it shifted me really to feel strong about stronger about Simpson. 
And I just I'm I'm on the on the fence, but I think Siwoo Kim with those you know top five finishes the last two times he's played here, I just don't know if he's going to have that malaise after the Olympics and everything. You know that's that's my only concern. But I think he's a good play, and his price is reasonable enough. Yeah, for me, he's a GPP guy because is he. You know, he's got the upside. If, if he's dialed in, he can really go low. But he, he did show some fatigue last weekend, a bad weekend in, in Memphis. And, yeah. you know, th that's one of the things I was talking about on the show without you was that fatigue going from the Olympics straight to Memphis. And uh, here he is, you know, continuing on. So tough, tough spot with all the travel. By the way, yeah. Sung JM is the other one I was trying to think of. Who okay. Had, uh, the military exemption at, at stake. And he, yes, you're right. It, yeah. That's who I was thinking of too. Not Matt Matsuyama. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you know, I don't know. I may roll the dice on Kim. I think people are going to fade him for that particular reason. The Olympics mm -hmm. last week's bad performance. And you know, I mean, when, when guys click on a course and if it, it's in their, you know, a wheelhouse, like it seems to be for Kim here, you know, it just gets me that feeling of, okay, well, we'll get through the cut. We'll get, you know, we'll get to that point where we want to and uh, and go from there. You know, the guy that I've got to make the big decision on, and I'm not a Jim Herman guy. I don't know if I've ever even rostered Jim Herman. But defending champ, cheap, you know, I'm tempted. I really am. Yeah, and I, I heard an interview with him earlier today talking about how, you know, it's fun. It feels good to be there as the defending champ to celebrate one of the best weeks of his life. You know, it gives those guys a boost who aren't normally there. Right. Uh, so, and like I said, you know, he's really been cruising along here in a good stretch with all the top 30s. So again, it's not, you're not, you're not investing him in DraftKings that you need him to win at 6,900. Exactly. Just give, give us the top 25 and we'll, we'll continue on down the lineup. Right. No question about it. Um, let me let me throw out the top 10 ba based on our partners at betus.com.pa for odds to win the Wyndham Championship. And uh, I'll go through all 10 and then let me know if any of them surprise you or, uh, you know, even from the fade standpoint. Because I'll tell you, it's in golf, I've had the most success on weeks where I faded pretty highly owned guys and we're able to sniff them out. And boy, does that make a difference going to the weekend. So uh, Simpson, 12 to 1. Hideki, uh, 14 to 1. Oosthuizen is 18 to 1. Patrick Reed, 22. Will Zalatoris, who's sort of vanished from the planet lately, 25 to 1. Kokrak, 25. Brian Harmon, 25. The military bound Sunjay M at 30 to 1. And then uh, last two, Russell Henley, 33, and your favorite all-time golfer, Kevin Strillman, 40 to 1. So what do you think? Yeah, so uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. One guy I do want to talk about is, is Will Zalatoris, your fellow Texan. Yeah. And, you know, he, he's been, he did disappear there for a bit after that injury at the Open, but then uh, came back last week, solid top 10 every round in the 60s and he's yeah. in a, he's in a unique position because he can only advance to the playoffs if he wins this week because oh, he's got wow. that special temporary exemption 
that he's earned with all these high finishes, uh, but yeah. they they don't allow you to use that to get to the playoffs, even if you've earned enough money, unless you have a win. So hmm. it's win or go home for Will this week. Gee. So I, I kind of like him on an outright win bet because uh, I think that's what he's going to be shooting for. And, you know, he got back in the groove last week with four solid rounds. So um, definitely an option to look at. Yeah, I love that point right there. That's that's huge. Um, do you have any anything else with that FedEx trying to get into that? Yeah, let's uh, since we've yeah, yeah talked about the winners here and the top because that's huge. Yeah. Let's look at the yeah. guys at the bottom who are sure. trying to get in last week of the regular season. As you know, coach, guys that got to get in the top 25 if they want to keep going. And yeah. let's start with a big name right at the beginning, Ricky Fowler. He's at 130th. Wow. And you know, he hasn't had a top 20 since the memorial in early June. Um, you know, he's made some cuts, but just hasn't quite still been at the top of the game. We've been waiting on that. He's 8,600 on DraftKings. Hmm. He's, you know, he's a, a big time player though. You know, he, he's had so many top finishes in majors. We know he can handle the pressure. So right. I, you know, I'd like him to put up a good week here at 8,600. I think he's a solid investment this week. You know, the, the Vegas likes him too because our partners at betus.com.pa have him in the top 20 to win the event at 50 to 1. So he's in that bottom rung of the top 20, but they respect him anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. And let, let's look at some other guys around there that are, you know, the names aren't quite as big, but I, I think it's a boost, you know, because they're oh, going to be aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. Going for birdies, uh, no messing around. So Camilo Vajegas is another one of those guys. We already mentioned him. He's made five straight cuts. He's 129th on the list. So he yeah. needs a good showing. Uh, Patrick Rogers is right there. He's 7,300. He's made eight straight cuts. Yeah. He's been good to me, man. Yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. he makes a cut. Yeah. Yeah. For a guy that, you know, is that consistent at 7,300, that's pretty nice. It is. Then we've got uh, Scott Piercy, who's uh, 126th, right on the bubble. He's only 7,000, got third place last week. And he's a guy that I, I just don't like playing in general. He's inconsistent. Right. But, you know, he's he's a tough one to to pass on at that price coming off a third place finish and knowing he's he's got to be ultra motivated. He's got to put one more week up. Uh, is, is he a guy you could potentially trust? Uh, I've never had real good success with him. And, and this the bet U.S. odds for him are 200 to one. Yeah. To win it. So he's a bombs away guy. You know, I just, I'm afraid that he presses a little bit, maybe misses the cut, but you're, I mean, it's a great point that he's right on that bubble. And, uh, you know, I may use him in a GPP. I don't know if I'll have the courage to put him in cash though. Okay. Uh, two more on the bubble. Tommy Fleetwood's only 136th, uh, tied for 46th last week. Another guy who's just not quite clicking even though he's got tons of talent and he's expensive at 9,700. Yeah. So, you know, GPP only, cause he probably needs a really high finish coming from 136. He needs probably a top 10, uh, so certainly capable of it. And then last guy is Nate Lashley. He's 127th. So two spots out, uh, only 6,400. He's had three straight missed cuts. So, the point is, you know, and for folks who want to do a little more research, look at these guys who are on the bubble, check out their recent form. You know, you, right. you're going to find ones who are going in either direction. 
And Lashley's one of those guys who's been inside the top 125, just fell out of it with his last missed cut. Does he turn it around here? He did make the cut here last year. Uh, so he, you know, he he is familiar with the course. But and that's the fun thing about this event is watching that 125 line. I mean, you know, they they certainly zero in and, in on it on the broadcasts. And it's like the second competition along with who's actually going to win the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. You know, um, the guy that, that I'm really interested in that you mentioned there was Tommy Fleetwood. He's also 50 to one with Fowler in that top 20. Uh, and I, you know, there was a small stretch there in the Olympics where he was on that front page and was playing decently. Yes. So, yeah. So, I mean, maybe last, week was the malaise of trying to come back from the Olympics. Maybe he buckles down, gets, you know, tries to get a top 10 to get in that top 125. So he's certainly on my radar as well. Uh, Lashley though, he's, he's, his game has been off. That's yep. for sure. So I doubt that I'll go there, but those, those are all important. I mean, if any of those guys are rosterable to you and you're thinking about it, uh, that extra motivation of making, uh, you know, that FedEx group is is really a good point. So I think we need to watch that closely. Excellent. Coach, I only have two more golfers to mention. Okay. A uh, couple mid-tier options. I feel like we've gone you know, a decent amount into some of the upper-priced guys, some of the value guys. So two mid-tier guys to consider. My man, Seamus Power, 8,500. Wow, I have yep. him. That was the guy I was, I was going to ask you about. Two guys. Oh, okay. And he was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other one? Uh, he's 60 to one, by the way. Seamus is. And yeah. your buddy Mito is the other guy that I was going to mention. The last, those are my last two guys to discuss. Get out of here. Yeah, absolutely. What are the chances of uh, there's a million golfers in this thing? We have the same two guys. That's funny. Maybe yeah, we so got to play them. That must be. They're both it 60 must, to one, by the way. So it must be a sign. It must be a Ooh. sign. <laughs> you know, this is the, the first start for Seamus since he won the Barbasol. Uh, he did tie for 27th here last year. So uh, I like that potential as a mid-tier option. And then our man Mito Pereira, 7,900, coming off that great showing at the Olympics, lost in the bronze playoff, but uh, he's had some great top 10 finishes recently. So another another way to you know fill out those six with a couple guys you feel real strong about. I'm playing them. I mean, it's it's too much of a coincidence that we both pulled the same two guys and we didn't discuss it before the podcast. So, That's right. Yeah, I got to plug those guys in. I love it. Beautiful. So, well, I, there goes my my 30 seconds of what I was going to talk about. <laughs> but uh, that's good. That's uh, confirmation we got to get after these guys this week. And again, you know, the the contests are solid. Get in them early enough because they just don't have a ton of them like they do with majors and stuff like that. But, you know, if you sign up for the contests, uh, don't wait until, you know, late Wednesday night. Uh, there, there's some, some good, you know, contests in the industry. And again, you can play it on DraftKings, FanDuel and Yahoo, and we provide for all of them. So fantastic, man. I think we got a good, a good uh, group this week. And this is going to be a very profitable coach talk golf weekend. So uh, yeah. looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to join us for those lineups, just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com. Grab whichever length of time you'd like for membership, and then we'll invite you into our Discord with an email, and we'll give out those lineups Wednesday evening uh, to get you ready for lock, get you set up on all three of those sites. 
Uh, so that's how we do it. And we'll double down on Friday, go for a double smash with that weekend only golf also. Yes, sir. Um, and we're covering uh, the NBA Summer League, doing a podcast every single day, covering covering every game and every slate that DraftKings offers. So join us for that as well. Uh, hopefully you have been uh, here on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, please take a second, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, click the little alert in the upper corner. That'll let you know when all these podcasts post. Uh, right now, it's the weekly uh, golf, the everyday NBA Summer League. Uh, we'll have baseball mixing in. And before you know it, uh, football is going to take center stage. So great time to jump aboard a Coach Talk. If you want to reach us on Twitter, we're all at DFS Coach Talk. Andrew is at Language Olympic. And I am at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. We welcome any comments uh, in YouTube here. We always we always answer them, and if you have questions, uh, just give us a shout. We'd love to uh, share with that. And if you have some big winners, uh, you know, pop those up there too. We had uh, a couple takedowns last night for baseball, so big shout out. You, did you see Pearl uh, twenty three hit the four grand? How could four I miss grand? it? Absolutely, Cha Ching. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. So fantastic. All right. Any final words, Andrew? We want to let uh, you thanks. get back to packing. Yeah. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Yeah. Enjoy the golf and just be glad that you're not packing this weekend. <laughs> exactly. You know what? If you haven't, in my rule, when I move, if you haven't used it in two years, that's a cutoff point, then you toss it or give it to goodwill. That means like you're it. never going to use it. So there yep. you go. <laughs> See, you get this. We're we do more than just sports here. You know what yeah, I'm we, saying? We cover it all. <laughs> we cover it all. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us again. And and uh we certainly will be back again next week for our PGA DFS coverage. So uh join us again. We'll be looking to crush it in DFS. <laughs>